Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Mining the Field. I am your host, Billy Adams, broadcasting intern for the Mining City Tommyknockers. We are back here for a recap show today on Mining the Field, where we give you breakdowns, recaps, player introductions, interviews, and coaches' interviews as well. Thank you so much for joining us here on KBMF 102.5 FMLP of Butte America. And today, my special guests are Miles Hartsfield and Judah Wilbur. Fellas, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Appreciate you, man. Of course, of course. So uh, with that being said, we're going to do a little intro that I've been doing with everybody who's coming on here. Um, simply, you know, where are you from? What school and what year are you in currently? What position do you play in baseball? And a fun fact that not very many people know about yourself. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm Judah Wilbur from Denver, Colorado. Um, I went to Southern University last year, but I'm transferring this year. Oh, um, where are you transferring to? Antelope Valley in uh, California. Solid. So, uh, Cali boy. Yeah. Get back. I went to Juco out in Cali, so it'll be nice to be back there. That's what's um, up. Yeah. And fun fact about me, uh, I play guitar poorly. Not as good as Vinny. You play electric or acoustic or? Either. Either? Yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm Miles Hartsfield. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I attended Georgia Southwestern State University last year. But I just transferred to Arizona Western and JUCO out in Yuma, Arizona. Uh, I'll be a I'll be a freshman on the field since all JUCO got their year back, so I have four more years of eligibility. I'll be a sophomore in the classroom though. Uh, fun fact about me: I was born 9/11/01. September guy, yeah. I was born uh, 9/19/99. There you so go. September birthdays, yeah. man. That's what's up. Anywho, you guys are obviously baseball players, and you're here in Butte, Montana, for the summer league. What brought you guys to Butte? How did you get this opportunity? So my coach um, this past fall uh, just said, hey, called this guy, Tom Cardi, uh, called called Tom up and told me I was coming to, to Butte. I'd never been to Montana before. Um, yeah, I was like, all right, right on. Just kind of, that's how it happened. Uh, I got to Butte because Tom Cardi, our manager who just recently stepped down, was at my rival school at Georgia College and State University in Milledgeville. And my coach at Georgia Southwestern and Tom were really close. So he thought me coming to play with Tom would be a perfect fit. Nice, fellas. Now, before hearing about this opportunity, obviously the COVID pandemic before this kind of hindered a lot of opportunities for many of us, whether that was athletes or interns looking for experience. Was there another opportunity to play summer ball elsewhere if it wasn't Butte, Montana? Yeah, um, I could have gone to the Northwoods, probably. Um, I probably still could if I, if you know something changed, but it's pretty late. But I mean, honestly, I'd heard some stuff about the Expedition League. My coach was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be good and stuff." Honestly, I think I I think the competition was better than I expected. Um, seen some pretty good arms i think throughout the year and stuff which has been cool uh yeah i had an opportunity to play for the savannah bananas as most of you guys might know uh but wanted to being young wanted to kind of venture out go to some place of some place i would never go to on my own so came to butte and really really enjoyed it yeah and being here so far in the expedition league uh for you both how is how has the competition raised your level of play? You know, has it been a little bit overwhelming playing against a lot of D1, D2 guys maybe? Or is it something you've learned to adjust to pretty quickly? No, I mean, I, I, 
I think it was it, it's been good. Um, you know, like this last week, I think we've seen some pretty good arms. Probably the best of the of the summer. You know, but uh, the summer's cool just because you know, like personally, I you, know, you just go to work on stuff, um, try stuff out. Um, so it's been good to like you know kind of test it against some some guys that you know are high quality and stuff. Keep keep that level up. Uh yeah. Um, I really came out here to to have fun for the most part. Um, met some pretty awesome guys out here, not only from the time knockers but guys on other teams. Um, came out to try new things, test it out. Uh. Test out my abilities to further my career and success on the field, and I really thought this would be the place to start. So, and with that, you know, Judah, obviously your shortstop primarily. I think you've shifted a little bit at second base here and there, and they've moved you around on the infield. For you um, specifically, what do you feel like you've improved on the most, and what do you feel like you can improve on more moving forward? I don't know. Um, definitely hitting. Like you know, the, the fielding stuff is. You know, to me, it's just like a focus thing. I always think like I make errors if I'm lazy and stuff. <laughs> but like with hitting, it's hard. So you know, just I, I feel like I'm getting kind of my swing back to where I was a couple of years ago, and it feels good. You know, it's it's been a while um, before I, you know, like since I've been kind of swinging it like I have been lately. So you know that that's been that's been nice. And you know, actually, you know, you talk about hitting. I, I've asked a couple guys this where the walk-up songs obviously can play an important role in hitting or, you know, getting totally. into a groove and you've changed yours a couple times for you. Do you feel like a walk-up song is necessary in your preparation for an at bat <laughs> or does it have any kind of major impact for an at bat for you? I mean, no, but like, yeah, totally. When, when I switch it some days, like it just, you know, two hits come out. Like it's weird. Like it happens before. Like I, I switched it this week. And like that, it that stir fries me. One of my old like songs from JUCO, and I hit good whenever whenever I had it. So I was like, all right, like you know, test of luck. Let's see if it's still still doing good. So I I think it's important. I don't know. I like Miles. It's cool when he hits in front of me because I get to hear it when I walk up on deck. And honestly, I like that better. Fair enough, like, man. For you, Miles, what do you feel like you've improved on being here, and what do you feel like you could improve on moving forward? whether it's fielding or hitting um i've definitely improved on uh playing the outfield i came i came in uh as an infielder had a lot of infield guys some guys uh went home so kind of just put me out in the outfield and i really feel i feel very comfortable out there um just from the start just from the, like my first start out there to now really comfortable out there and i mean Everyone could say they, they want to improve on hitting because hitting is not easy. Yeah, especially – I feel like especially in a league where, you know, you have a lot of older guys playing, especially the teams we've been playing, it's funny. Our team is a little bit younger than the majority of the teams in the Expedition yeah. League. It's comprised a lot of freshmen and sophomore going into the following year, whereas most of the teams are playing like the Big Sticks, for example, or who are playing currently are full of juniors and seniors and guys who are about to graduate. So I understand how that can be difficult. Now – with your transition to left field, has that been – I know you said you've enjoyed it, but was the preparation or, you know, going into a game, do you feel like the mentality of that is different? Having to, you know, instead of 
looking for grounders. Now you're having to look for pop flies or chase a ball that may go out as a home run, and you're not entirely sure. Uh, no, not really. Um, I kind of just prepared the same way. Uh, I'd really trust in my ability, trust my athleticism, and I just let it all work together. Nice. Now, for you both, coming into a place like Montana, what a lot of people don't realize is we're at 5,600 feet in elevation. And that can be different for people who aren't used to breathing air like that. Has the elevation been a struggle for you to transition to? Uh, no. I mean, no, not really. At the beginning, at the beginning it was, but I've gotten used to it. I'm from Colorado, so I was used to it. Kind of, kind of knew what to expect. Ball fly is way better too, so I was all for it. I was about to ask for you guys who uh, now you said you're obviously used to it. What's the difference when playing in elevation and not playing in elevation, specifically for like maybe pitching or hitting in general? You said the ball flies better. Do you think there's a reason behind that? I mean, I don't know if it's so much it flies better, but it just flies like truer, in my opinion. Like, you know, you know, some days when it's hot and humid down in the south, like you can smoke a ball and it goes nowhere. Like it's going to hang up. I don't know why. I know there's something with like how the air, you know, holds the ball back, but. At elevation, it's just sometimes balls just take off, and then you just got to get in the jet stream. Yeah, I've seen some <laughs> pop-ups. Back home, I mean, they're just routine fly-outs, but here, in God's country. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm – Soar out of here. I'm telling you, a guy I feel really bad for is Nick Hansen. And honestly, like, I've seen, I've seen videos from the other live streams when you guys are away – and I've seen it here in Butte, Montana at Three Legends Stadium where he's hit a lot of warning track. And I swear, he's hit for five straight games, he's hit a ball where it's gone straight to the outfield. And you think it's going to go over. Like last night, for instance, we thought it was going to be poetic justice for him to walk off that game against the big sticks. And unfortunately, it went right in front of the wall. And so I feel like, you know, what happens is you guys hit the ball and it looks like it's going to be a pop out. And then for some reason, it just carries and carries and then it ends up going out or ends up getting close and I feel like that has been a benefit but shifting away from that how did you guys get into baseball you know who introduced you or did you introduce yourself what was that like for you um I mean my parents always just told me I just would go right into it all the time like I don't know my dad probably throwing me wiffle balls like as soon as I started walking and stuff it's just, I mean, I've only played baseball. It's the only thing I've ever, like, wanted to to play. So just kind of naturally, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way, honestly. Yeah, uh, my dad played college baseball at Georgia Southern in the Sun Belt Conference. So growing up, he knew I was going to be a baseball player. My brothers both played baseball. Um, so he really got me. he really got me started, and we kind of just fell in love with it together. Now, for you, Judah, obviously you're a shortstop primarily. Did you always settle on being a shortstop, or did you try other positions and maybe tease the fact that you were going to play something else, or did you just immediately settle on being a shortstop? Um, I, I started playing short like regularly when I was like 10, I think. Um, when I moved to Colorado, um, Tulo was a rookie, and you know, just watching him, he was kind of a different shortstop. You know, I was young. And I just loved how he played and, and what he did. So I was like, oh, I got to play short. I got to be like him. And, yeah, I mean, pretty much ever since. I, pl- I mean, I played third. I played third, like, my freshman year of college a bit. But 
other than that, it's a little bit of second. Um, other than that, it's just been short. It's just, I don't know. There's nothing like it to me. What about you, Miles? Did you always settle on being an infielder or a left fielder in this case, or did you try out other positions as you were coming up? Um, When I was younger, I played third, and then when I got into high school, I was a shortstop all four years in high school. And then my first year of college, I was put at third again. And then when I came here, I started everywhere in the infield except first, kind of just floated around. And then Tom asked me one day if I could play the outfield, and I was like, I told him, probably not the best you've ever seen, but I can definitely give it a shot. I didn't didn't do too bad out there. And ever since then, it kind of stuck. And I'm just really comfortable out there now. Now, with both of you being in school, uh, Judah, you going into your last year, Miles, you in your first year, what are your majors looking like? Or what have you been majoring in, and what are you looking to do after college? So, little known fact, I guess, I've transferred like four times. So nice. this will be my fifth school in five years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it's, it's, it's pretty complicated. But I should be a business major. That's probably what I'm going to graduate with. Um this next fall or spring are you trying to run a business or possibly get into running a company in the eventual future yeah i mean i'd want to do like uh like a baseball facility that's that's kind of been my thing i've always wanted to do so i thought you know i guess i've learned some stuff from that but with like the transfers and stuff i was going to be computer science for a while ended up switching because the school i switched to didn't have computer science so I luckily had some business um, saved up for my first two years, but and we'll see. And you said you've transferred four or five times now. Yeah. Uh, w- what's that process like, you know, being out of school for one year and then realizing you don't want to be there, but having to go through that almost as a, a regular pattern? Um, you know, why, why does that happen so, to a guy like you? So this is the first this, – this transfer will be the first time I, I left by, like, choice, unfortunately really yeah so well i guess the first time too kind of first time i wasn't gonna play i was at a juco i wasn't gonna play i was like all right i'm gonna go to a different juco um and play and then transferred out of juco you can only play two years and then i went to chicago state um coach got fired program got cut so i had to leave or not play baseball anymore right and then this year just long story but yeah just just not the best fit um pretty much financially more than anything, you know, the 11.7 stuff, it, it, it never, you know, it, it's tough. And with it being my fifth year, you know, just can't, can't break the bank again. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it sucks. You know, you meet really cool people, um, build relationships with them and then it's kind of taken away. Um, and it's unfortunate, but you know, I, in the same sense, I've met some really cool people all across the country and stuff. So you know, could be worse, honestly. So, Gotcha. Now, going into, obviously going into college ball, you know, there's a lot of people who have aspirations of being college athletes, and unfortunately that doesn't come true for you two. When did that, when did that first occur to you? I don't know. I saw some kids that I thought I was a little better than, starting to commit to schools. Then I started getting my first first phone calls from coaches and stuff like that. So then at that point, you just become a decision maker, see what's the best fit for you financially, everything like that. 
and then then it happens um honestly for me it was like when i stepped in for my first at bat (laughs) you know it it had just been kind of a weird year and like you know i wasn't sure no like nobody from my high school had played college ball um so i i didn't really have like anybody to to kind of follow and, and see like oh like it's possible for you know like somebody like me so yeah it was it was kind of weird but you know once i was there i was like all right i belong now so let's let's try not to to be too bad <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to do it yeah and then you have you know you have the the stats guy like welly who says you know just throw the ball uh, of all the people you know yeah. he, he comes in and he says you know the easiest way to pitch is just just throw it just aim for it. aim for the middle and throw it's funny that there's days where it's like yeah it, it really is that easy sometimes like you can just think that simple and it works and then there's other days where you're like man i, I don't know what i'm doing out here like it's no doubt i don't, I don't know what's happening like, <laughs> i was really good three days ago and today it's just you know i'm lost but that's baseball it's that's why that's why you keep playing because you just never never enough <laughs> it's never never satisfied with it and you know speaking of those inconsistencies of feel and of play obviously the expedition league is geared towards a minor league setup where you're traveling a lot you're getting off the bus and you're playing six straight games going back on the bus and then playing six straight games at home after a long day of travel do you feel like for both of you that has affected your play in a positive or negative way because some people thrive off of a schedule like that where it's consistent traveling and consistent play and some guys you know need a one or two day break, get to the next game and then another break. Uh that's why off days are so important. Uh just treat your body, treat your body on the off days and then it makes travel a lot easier. Uh yeah, you might play six games in a row, but you treat yourself on the off day, you'll be you'll be good to go for six games or so. I don't I don't really mind it. Um I think it's easier to hit every day if you if you hit every day it's it just it's easier. Um taking those long breaks kind of sucks in my opinion. Um but like yeah, like he said on your off days you got to like cherish it, you know. Get get sleep, get rest, get some good food and all that stuff. Um but yeah, I I don't mind it at all. It's it's you know, it's a grind but it's fun. I mean, you get to play all day. And obviously every ball player's preparation is different, you know. Camp talks about he's got to throw in different ways every game because sometimes you need long throws, sometimes you need short throws, and sometimes he needs to throw 50 pitches, or not 50 pitches, but he needs to throw 50 times before a game and do specific band work. Yep. For you two personally, do you have specific routines you go to before games? Uh, yeah, uh, superstition. You know, um, I usually do bands for the game. Uh, and... During school ball, I always throw with the same person. Um, that's really it, honestly. And then I then I'll do certain stretches, like what's bothering me, what's tight, you know. But other than that, not really. I I do the same thing every day. <laughs> and what what's that? I mean, it's usually like, you know, like obviously we hit BP and stuff, but like as far as like stretching and stuff, like the band, I love doing the bands. Like I think that's the only way my arm doesn't hurt every day. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's to me, just having the routine is just like the most important thing. Cause then you, you kind of feel comfortable every day and it's, it feels like, all right, like I'm, I'm like, I feel right. My body feels good. My head's right. So I'm going to have a good game. Um, yeah. And, but then again, it's also like, you know, if something happens where I can't do something or I don't do something, it's like, oh, oh, well, 
like I'm not superstitious necessarily about it, but I like the routine. Nice. Now, obviously, with a lot of travel, you guys have been to a decent amount of places. You've been to different ballparks. And I've been doing this with all the players and coaches that have been on the show. I want you guys to go through the fav- the best ballpark you've been to, the best food you've been served, and the best hotel you've stayed at thus far. In the Expedition League? In the Expedition League. <laughs> We've been doing this with every player and coach because uh, Tyler and I are in the broadcasters group chat, and they came up with that idea. So I thought it'd be fun to ask the players, you know, you guys are the ones staying in these hotels, eating this food, playing at these parks. I think I, it'd be good to I know. I know mine. Uh, definitely the best ball field I've been to was, uh, Western Nebraska, uh, environment, everything was perfect. Uh, the best food, the best food, uh, probably Badlands, uh, they treat us like Kings there and best hotel. That's either, uh, Canyon County or, or Badlands, uh, really nice hotels, Nice hot tub, pool, everything like that. So you're telling me you didn't like staying in Dave's house with 30 other people for a week? <laughs> nah. <I laughs> shared an air mattress <laughs> for a few weeks. Did not like that. Uh, definitely not. Yeah. Badlands, their spreads are ridiculous. Yeah. Like the, the second or the third game we played against them, they had ribs, hot dogs, hamburgers, sandwiches. Like, dude, they had everything. And and we're talking to them like, oh, this is like an average meal for us. Like we usually get that's an average it. meal. Yeah. And so we, I mean, it was it was really good. And like they take us out to like um, restaurants. They take us to like Subway. We get Subway. Oh, they take you out too. Yeah. They yeah. they buy all of it. Subway, oh. Taco John, Pizza Ranch. Pizza Ranch. Yeah. They give you. Which is want. tight. Like that's yeah. that's how it should be done. Um, no, I, I definitely think that's how it should be done. I th- I think best ballpark too is Dickinson. I like it. I like the crowd there and the turf field. Turf field yeah. nah, I love that. Um, and best hotel was the Casper Hotel. You're crazy. The, the Ramcotta. <laughs> hey, Ramcotta. bro, that breakfast was breakfast awesome. Day. I think the, the Ramcotta is awesome. the winner. I think Ramcotta is the winner. A Casper lot of people have said Ramcotta. Ramcotta. I don't know. I, the The Dickinson one's all right. Dickinson. The, yeah. the pool's cool. I never even went in. Um, and Idaho was cool. Yeah, Idaho. Idaho was a fair field. So they had a lot of they had the habit right next to I got yeah. it. I got it three times in 24 hours. The habit. It's a burger place. I hadn't had it since um, I've never I left California. It's only like a California, Idaho thing. I think really I don't dude. I was shocked. I literally we pull in. I was like, no way. It's the habit. Like, <laughs> I thought it was only California. It's it's way better than in and out. I was about to say I've never had in and out. That's better. like how in and out just so a northeastern thing. Way better. Way better. Um, yeah. And had it. So. I mean, that makes it a good hotel, good food. Heck yeah, man. Now, for both of you going into this new season, um, finishing out the Expedition League, what are some of your takeaways? What do you feel like you've benefited from being here in Montana and playing in the Expedition League? Um, I benefited uh, just playing games, you know, really get me started for the fall season uh, at my new place, at Arizona Western. Um I've also benefited from meeting the guys on the team and the coaches. Man, we formed we formed like a glove. Like, I was about to say you guys seem to bond really fast, yes. really quickly, man. Nah, that I mean, summer ball's cool like cuz you do stuff like that, but like this this year was different. Like 
that this is your first college summer, right? Yeah, this is my first Dude, first it, college <laughs> summer. Yeah. Don't don't expect this ever again. Like this yeah. this was awesome. It was it was cool. Like the group is just I don't know. We were all the same. We did everything together. Everything. <laughs> nice. Now, before we part, uh, I always do something called extra innings where I ask you guys five questions. You can give as descriptive answers as you want or short answers. It's up to you. These fun questions are just for people to get to know you a little bit better. And, you know, you got to have some fun on a radio show. Every radio show has got its shtick, and this is the shtick for this one. So All right. with that being said, first question I have for you. Wait, it, do we go at the same time? I ask the question. Each of you give an answer. Okay. It's as simple as that. So first question. If you could be, if you could play a different sport and go pro in that sport, what would it be and why? Ping pong. No, definitely basketball. You said, wait, you said ping pong? Yeah, imagine being like really, really good at ping pong where you could win medals. Like, have you seen those? How I've Have seen, you seen it? It's No, it's I've nuts. seen it. I've also seen Forrest Gump when Forrest Gump went pro in ping pong too, man. So definitely basketball. Kind of, basketball. Basketball? Sharp, sharp That'd be cool Sharpshooter in the corner. Sharpshooter. What position? Would you just be a two or a three? I would just or, be a two, just sit in the corner. Just, just knock them down. <laughs> would you um, would you also be the same height now, or would you prefer to be taller? You know, it doesn't really matter. It's not about the height. <laughs> Maybe surfing too. I don't know Maybe how to surf, surf, but like being a surfer would be pretty cool. Dude, you gotta go to if you're going to Cali now. I feel like it's essential to know how to surf. Dude, there's 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 whites out there. There's white sharks. There's, no, but dude, I'm good on that. Literally sharks <laughs> everywhere. On... There's sharks everywhere in the ocean, though. Yeah, but they're like they're in like Southern California all the time now. Well, I know that, but being a Florida guy, there are sharks in the ocean in Florida, too. Are there great white sharks? Uh, I'm not sure, but there's still sharks. I don't really think it makes a difference whether it's great white or not. It still says shark, so I feel like you got to be cautious. I do got to try. I do have to try it, though. Uh, I'll give you that. I don't mess with sharks, man. I know. They're scary. They're... <laughs> All right. Judah Wilbur is afraid of sharks. You heard it here. Biggest fear. All right. So second question. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Definitely Butte, Montana. <laughs> God's country. Um, nope, I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, I know, oh, I know. It's just a tough one. I know it. It's a tough one because you know, you all expenses paid trip. You get to go anywhere. It, it, it's a tough one, man. There's so many places. I don't know, man. I don't know. I've always wanted to go to Aruba. 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 Wow. I, I think Australia would be cool. I'd like to see Australia. See a koala bear, dude. Yeah. Kang- They're mean. Kang- a kangaroo is what or I want to see. You I want, want to box a with a kangaroo? No, I just want to see the little, That'd be kinda raw. The, the little baby in the pouch. In the pouch? That'd be so cool. I mean, you could always find a possum. You know, possums are marsupial too. Yeah, but they, they got a little possum. They're there. not. They're in not the big though. Like the kangaroos. Are, I've seen. I've seen a few possums. I That's true. There are plenty of them in Florida, dude. Just come to Florida. They're, we got possums and coons everywhere. Yeah. Or it would it either be there or Chicago. I want to go back to Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. I love Chicago. You know, I visited Chicago, and I have to say. Uh, it wasn't what I expected. I don't. No. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't even go to the Bean. We we actually when we went to cross much. country nationals and it was in Iowa, and then we went to Chicago for the day to walk around. I'm not gonna lie. The only thing I went into was a lids to buy a Detroit Piston cap because they had a vintage Detroit Piston cap from the Bad Boys era, and that's like the only thing I enjoyed. Yeah, Chicago's cool. You gotta go. We're like. You probably were downtown. We were like straight down. I'm talking middle of downtown where all the, you know, big buildings are. Yeah. I don't know like the hot spots to visit in Chicago if we go back. Anywhere, honestly. Anywhere? Yeah. It's it's a great city. Love it. All right. So third question. 
favorite TV show? South Park. Dude, I easy answer. Are, we have an intern, Connor, for those who don't know. I always call Connor Cartman, bro. He reminds me so much of the way Cartman acts. Man, I don't... I'm not a big TV guy, but... Movie? Movie, yeah, definitely a movie. Favorite movie? Uh, we'll switch it for you. You're special. Either... I got three favorite movies. Step Brothers, okay. Tommy Boy, or Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Classic, classic. I don't know why I thought that was funny because I don't expect anything different. Honestly, three great movies. Tommy Boy will never forget Fat Guy in a Little Coat. Yeah. Never. And I wish Chris Farley wouldn't have died. Yep. I would have loved I to see him in my era, man. Dumb and Dumber. I grew up on Dumb and Dumber and Jim Carrey, man. Oh, my goodness. And Step Brothers is absolutely the most quotable movie in history. And no I'm doubt. still waiting for the sequel. No doubt. Honestly, still waiting for the sequel. All right, fourth question. Your favorite cereal. Definitely Fruit Loops. Fruity guy. Wow. Golden Grams. If you haven't tried them, try Oh, them. my goodness, dude. Golden every Grams. Every week on this show, everybody's talking about Cinnamon Toast Crunch and the Cinnamilk, and I've been trying to get people on the Golden Gram train forever. Golden Grams are awesome. There's so much. You know, the milk doesn't have as much afterbite. I get it. However, Golden Grams, they taste so good immediately. I grew up on that. Exactly, dude. They were the off-brand Cinnamon Toast Crunch that honestly just became their own thing. Yeah, and I think my mom thought they had less sugar in them or something. Really? I think that's why I got them a lot. They taste like they have less sugar, but honestly, I'm good with it. Because if you get the right type of milk... You just got to eat a lot. That too. You get more. Because with Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I feel like it's just overwhelming at times. Or, you know, a lot of the guys on here have gone with Cocoa Puffs just because you get the chocolate milk afterwards. Ah, That's all right. Or they're the safe option. And then, how do you guys actually? How do you guys feel about pops? Because there's been a lot of people trying to get pops, but I feel like I've it's never just floating had pops. sponge. I've never had pops, but I know Jason Kramlick. He was like, "It's the best cereal." He, I literally saw him eat a whole box of it one night. So what? I don't even know what pops. Yeah. Is, so. Oh, it's just it's a yellow looking cereal, and honestly, Cowan Cowan was the one guy who said it was underrated, but everybody they're kind of sweet though that. they're kind of sweet i guess they are yeah they're not i've just never like... had them and they've tasted sweet they've always tasted kind of bitter maybe <laughs> who knows all right final question and this is my favorite one is a hot dog a sandwich <laughs> listen listen i know there's been an ongoing shenanigan the whole season but i have come down to it and you can disagree. I think it's a taco personally for the most part. But I also mm. think it can be dynamic where if the bun breaks in half, right, get this, you flip it over and you eat it like a sandwich because the bun's broken in half. But that's just my take on it. I'm no chef. I, I, I guess it's not a sandwich. I guess it's just a hot dog. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know. If it was I, a I don't sandwich, it would be works. a hot dog sandwich, like, you know. But no one says <laughs> that. That's true. We would call it a hot, hot dog. dog sandwich. A hot dog sandwich. Yeah, yeah. like you, you. I mean, you can call it PB and J peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, but it's not like its own. But but it's just a sandwich at that point. You just call it that because you know you're putting adjectives to describe the sandwich. And it's but like when you, you call it like with a, any sandwich. But like when you eat like a turkey sandwich or a ham sandwich, you're not like turkey. Let me get some turkey. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, but in this case, if you're at a ballpark, for instance, you can just be like, "Can I get a hot dog?" But you also have conies. Chili dogs. I mean, it's just like an unwritten rule to put your hot dog. So in, yeah, that's in why bun. it's its own thing. It's just a hot dog. Oh yeah, I get. I guess that yeah, that proves the point because right. you have Coney. Yeah, you have different stuff. All right, fair enough, fair enough. And before we go, uh, I just want to ask. There's been a lot of stuff going on that fans would not see, and you can give an honest answer <laughs> and or an honest opinion. 
What are your thoughts on the Expedition League as a whole? I mean, I, I don't think it's that bad. Um, I, I love playing baseball, so anything I can do to play baseball, I'm going to do. Um, yeah. yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, like he said, we play baseball every day, so there's not much to complain about. Yeah, exactly. But There's I things mean, that there's, could be better. Sure. Yeah, that's there's anything. other teams that are ran way better. But, you know, we play baseball every day. Exactly, and this isn't even to, uh, honestly, from an intern perspective, yeah, things aren't perfect and things haven't been great for us at times, but honestly, again, we could be in the situation where you're not playing ball and I don't have a job for the summer to get experience. Uh, But there also, there's always room for improvement. We're a first-year program, so there's a lot of room to improve. What do you guys feel like in the future could be done differently for this to be successful and also thrive? Um... Because it's obviously important to get a player perspective. I mean, there was a lot of stuff yeah. happening. Um, I, I think I think you you take notes of what um, other teams in the league are doing. That that that's right. You know, I I know like Dickinson, they've been around for three or four years or something. So like, yeah, they've had time to build up, you know, relationships. But like, you have to build those early. Um, you know, and and the the other summer team I played for, it was all about you know, coat the same coach every year. And he has connections with players all around because they like him, um, you know. And I think Brandon and Jake or Shuby have done a great job, um, you know. And I, you know, it's unfortunate for them that they might not come back because of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's there's a lot of potential. And you know, the coolest thing I think too has been like the community and the fans. You know, I we were at like Walmart the other day and I saw. A, this little girl running around with a Tommy knocker hat on. I was like, Oh, that's like, that's cool. Like, you know, you know, recognize her from the games and stuff. And like, you know, I think that stuff matters. Like, you know, getting kids to play baseball is like, there's nothing cooler than that. And like, you can see it with some of these kids, like you sign their baseball and like, they're, they're going to lose that baseball. You know it, you know, but they're going to lose it trying to play catch or hit it. And you know, they, they hit it into somebody's yard. So, you know, that, that's the most important thing at the end of the day, I think, is, is just really the community. So if we can build it, I mean, it'll be, it'll be great here. Sure. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, you could have. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, before we go, are there any last words or anything you want to say? Um, knock the nation. I guess it's yeah, kind of I guess it's kind of over with, but. I'm not ready to leave, but. Yeah, it sucks. Like All this. good things come to an end. That they do. Well, gentlemen, it's been an honor working with you, watching you play. You guys have done a great job with the organization, holding it together as well. times of adversity. Um, very appreciative of it. With that being said, I wish you all the best of luck with your seasons ahead thank and you. with your schooling. Yes, sir. Thank and you. with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Mining the Field. Thank you so much for joining us. You can catch this on KBMF 102.5 FMLP every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. I have been Billy Adams. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Walk first you blessed September And now we swept away Our case of love this temper Good in the month of May Cause we be late
much better I simply can't explain And when we get together I gladly go insane And you could wake me, take me, break away We ride the night until it's a.m. Falling on cloud nine Can't believe I get 